You're listening to Sun Tzu on the Art of War, translated from the Chinese by Lionel Gills. This audiobook is brought to you by Kriti and it's narrated by Aishwarya. Chapter 10 Terrain Sun Tzu said, We may distinguish six kinds of terrain to wit. 1. Accessible ground 2. Entangling ground 3. Temporizing ground 4. Narrow passes 5. Precipitous height and 6. Position at a great distance from the enemy. Ground which can be freely transversed by both sides is called accessible. With regard to ground of its nature, be before the enemy in occupying the race and sunny spot and carefully guard your line of supplies. Then you'll be able to fight with advantage. Ground which are abandoned but it's hard to reoccupy is called entangling. From a position of its spot, if the enemy is unprepared, you may sally forth and defeat him. But if the enemy is prepared for your coming and you fail to defeat him, then returning being impossible, disaster will ensue. When the position is such that neither side will gain by making the first move, it's called temporizing ground. In a position of this sort, even though the enemy should offer us an unattractive bait, it will be advisable not to stir forth but rather to retreat, thus enticing the enemy in his turn. Then, when part of his army has come out, we may declare our attack with advantage. With regard to narrow passes, if you can occupy them first, let them be strongly garrised and await the advent of the enemy. Should the army forestall you in an occupying a pass, do not go after him if the pause is fully garrised, but only if it's weakly garrised. With regard to precipitous height, if you're beforehand with your adversary, you should occupy raised and sunny spot and they wait for him to come up. If the enemy has occupied them before you, do not follow him, but retreat and try to entice him away. If you are situated at a great distance from the enemy and the strength of the two army is equal, it's not easy to provoke a battle and fighting will be your disadvantage. These six are the principle connected with earth. The general who has attained a responsible post must be careful to study them. Now, an army is exposed to six several calamities not arising from natural causes but from faults for which the general is responsible. These are 1. Flight 2. Insubordination 3. Collapse 4. Ruin 5. Disorganization and 6. Root Other condition being equal, if one forces is hurdled against another 10 times its size, the result will be the flight of the former. When the common soldiers are too strong and the officers too weak, then the result is insubordination. When the common soldiers are too strong and the officers too weak then the result is insubordination when the officers are too strong and the common soldiers are too weak then the result is a collapse when the higher officers are angry and insubordinate and on meeting the enemy give battle on their own account from a feeling of resentment before the commander in chief can tell whether or not he is in a position to fight the result is ruin When the general is weak and without authority, when his orders are not clear and distinct, when there are no fixed duty assigned to officers and men, and the ranks are formed in solemnly hazardous manner, 
the result is utter disorganization when a general unable to estimate the enemy's strength allow an inferior force to engage a large one or a hurls a weak detachment against a powerful one and neglects to place picked soldiers in front of the rank the result must be rot these are six ways of countering defeat which must be carefully noted by the general who has attained a responsible post the natural formation of the country is the soldier's best ally but a powerful estimating the adversary of controlling the forces of victory and of shrewdly calculating difficulties dangers and distance constitute the test of great general he who knows these things and in fighting puts its knowledge into practice will win the battle he who knows them not nor practice them will surely be defeated if fighting is sure to result in victory then you must fight even though the rules forbid it if the fighting will not be result in victory then you must not fight even at the ruler's bidding the general who advances without coveting fame and retreats without fearing disgrace who only thought is to protect his country and do good service for his sovereign is the jewel of the kingdom regard your soldiers as your children and they'll follow you in the deepest valley look upon them as your beloved son and they'll stand by you even unto death if however you are indulgent but unable to make your authority felt kind-hearted but unable to enforce your command and incapable moreover of quelling disorder then your soldier must be like to spoil children they are useless for practicable purpose if we know that your own men are in a condition to attack but are unaware that the enemy is not open to attack we have gone only half way towards victory if we know that the enemy is open to attack but are unaware that our own men are not in a condition to attack we have gone only half way towards victory if we know that the enemy is open to attack and also known that our men are in a condition to attack but are unaware that the nature of the ground makes fighting impracticable we have still gone only half way towards victory hence the experienced soldier once in motion is never bewildered once he has broken camp he is never a loose hence the saying if you know the enemy and know yourself your victory will stand in no doubt if you know heaven and know earth you may make your victory complete